At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. The celebration is on in the Valley of the Sun as the Phoenix Suns are headed to the NBA Finals for the first time in 28 years. That's Nick Ashew. I'm Tim Murray. Hour three of the nightcap, a 130-103 to victory for the Phoenix Suns tonight. Chris Paul goes for 41, and the Phoenix Suns, who... Not that long ago, Nick, we're 8-1 to to win the Western Conference. Those odds were even higher when they were down two games to one against the Lakers in the first round. And here they are uh, with a little hardware, and uh, they will now be sitting back and waiting to see who comes out of the Eastern Conference Finals. An impressive performance. I'm sure the, the doubters and the haters and the skeptics will all talk about the injuries. I, I get it, but... Uh, they, they took care of their business, Nick, and, and they had adversity to deal with, too, and now they are headed to the NBA Finals. You just had Devin Booker playing with a broken nose. You had Chris Paul missing games. Oh, and by the way, Chris Paul had years where he was the one that got hurt or somebody else got hurt with the Clippers or the Rockets where they weren't able then to go as far as the expectations were. So it's almost like the basketball gods rewarded him and said, this time around, this is your chance. Here you go. Hey, look, it's a great story. Chris Paul at 36 years old to help lead this young Phoenix Suns team to an NBA Finals. The expectations were that they'd be better, but it wasn't that they would be this good, that they'd get to the Finals. So to have this opportunity now to see them get there, and you mentioned something important, that rest, that time where they can just sit there and say, okay, let's watch the Bucks and Hawks play. Let's see if that even goes seven games, because that's 2-2 right now. Yep. They got at least two more games left in that series to go, so... It's a chance to sit back, scout the other teams, get some rest, get some recovery, and get ready for the finals. Doug Kazarian from ESPN's Daily Wager will join us here in just a moment. Um, 
Chris Paul clearly going over his player prop tonight, 41 points. And it was this is one of those uh, unique spots, Nick, where in a blowout, you still get all these player props to go over, uh, especially for Chris Paul. And the way that he had been playing, I mean, think about this. He was the fourth uh, on the list of leading scorers in this game. Paul George was your favorite. Then it was Devin Booker. Then Reggie Jackson. Yeah. And then Chris Paul. And that it's kind of indicative of the way Chris Paul had been playing so far in this series, Nick, because, you know, coming off the COVID pause, he had 22 points in the in the game five loss, but 0 for 6 from three. He was shooting. Remember, he shot seven of eight from three tonight. He was shooting nine percent from three <laughs> in this series. Just Great, me. small sample size. Yeah, but, but still. I mean, he was what, I think two for 16, two for 17 from three in this series. You know, you had 22, 18, and 15 uh, in these in these three games since he had returned from COVID. But tonight he, he looked obviously fully healthy. And if you have a Suns futures ticket, if you've backed, you know, backed the Suns at some point in this postseason to win the title or to win the Western Conference, you know, this this performance tonight has to make you feel very good, and obviously what's going on in Milwaukee has to make you feel uh, pretty pretty good as well, too. Reggie Jackson and Paul George shot a combined 10 for 27 in this game. But those were two guys that have been essentially carrying the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard out. Those were the high-energy guys. They were, and I know Paul George didn't shoot well in Game 4, but for the most part, I mean, it's been playoff P. That's been the conversation, and it's Reggie Jackson and, and what he's been able to do in a contract year, by the way. Mm-hmm. But those, both of them just looked worn out in this game. And Marcus Morris had one of those random Marcus Morris games where he scores 26, and he can have those. But they just the Clippers looked outmatched. They looked tired, and they made that run in the third quarter. And then Chris Paul said, uh-uh, th- this is for me now. Th- this is my time. Earlier today, the Suns here at Circa were minus 124 to be your NBA champ. That is, those odds are going to go even further the other way. And uh, we'll see what that series price is, who they will play, Hawks or Bucks. But right now, the Phoenix Suns, they just sit back and wait and have to feel great. No Game 7, uh, dominant performance, especially in the second half. A 130-103 to victory by the Phoenix Suns, 41 from Chris Paul. It is the nightcap right here on VEASAN. Doug Kazarian in a moment. Stick around. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. Hoping to catch up with ESPN's Doug Kazarian here in just a little bit. That's Nick Ashu. I'm Tim Murray. And what a performance tonight from Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. He scored 31 of the 41 points in the. Uh, I'm trying to read the. Uh, this, down, uh, down there. 31 of the 41 points in the second half. There you go. So what he did was he did what Chris. Or he just, what, did, uh, he just did what Paul George did. He had a playoff P. 31 points in the second half. Yeah. And uh, scored or assisted on 59 points in the half. He was absolutely remarkable. Yeah. And the Phoenix Suns are headed 
to the NBA Finals. Let's head uh, to the phones and bring in a, uh, a gentleman who, who knows the NBA is as good as anyone and bets it as well, and that is Doug Kazarian from Daily Wager. And, Doug, I, I know you liked uh, Phoenix, I think, in the first quarter to come out and play well. They were able to cash that as well. Uh, we saw much more offense than anticipated in this game, a total of 233, where a pre-flop of you know 214 and a half or so. Uh, but this performance from the Suns, where were you on the Suns winning it, uh, winning the title, and uh, how much does this change your mind about you know what they can do come the NBA Finals? Good to be on with you guys, Tim. Thank you. I, you know, a few months ago, I, I bet Phoenix was still five to one. It was like right around the LeBron injury. Mm-hmm. Went to win the division, and I said, you know, there's always some teams that sort of take things a little too seriously, right? In the pre, in the regular season, whether it's the Bucks, those two years they were number one seeds, the Rockets as well, when they were trying to take down the Warriors, and with Chris Paul leading the way, like they had that kind of identity. And the more I watched them, because I was sweating out the five to one, I was like, you know, as soon as one or one guy goes down, they're just not the same team. But when they're at full strength. They're a solid team, and whether they can win at all, I was you know there was a point where we would talk about it on the show a couple times. I was like, you know, there's there is a path to victory. We talk about that so much in the fight game. Mm-hmm. There is a path for the Suns because they have that the shooting, and then they have that edge. And if Aiden can sort of grow into it, now, of course, they caught a lot of breaks with injuries. There's no doubt whether it's Jamal Murray or this LeBron in the regular season. The Lakers were playing great. But it doesn't matter. Like, they, they're here. And there's no asterisk or any of that nonsense. But I started to see that they weren't that crazy of an idea once I watched them more and more. But I was impre- I'm surprised whenever they do win with any injury, even if it's an injury to Cam Johnson, because they end up playing like Frank the Tank a little too much for my liking. But campaign was great this year. What Bonnie Williams did to resurrect his career did a fantastic job. And they're obviously the favorites. Today I talked about because what's going on in the East, I thought minus 130 or so was a very good value play on the Suns to win it all. And they're going to have home court, and they're obviously the, the favorite here. Yeah, Doug, and we're looking at the odds now. I mean, they're the clear favorites across the board, Phoenix. And, you know, we were talking earlier and kind of looking at the path, and you kind of mentioned it earlier, a path to the finals. And I see a path now to a title for Chris Paul with the Hawks and the Bucks. Still at least two more games left in that series. The Suns have a little bit of time off. And you've got injury question marks for both Atlanta and Milwaukee right now. Do you see this as a situation where maybe people are giving too much credit to Phoenix, or is this, okay, let's look at Milwaukee, let's look at Atlanta, and then what the uh, the Suns have been able to do and say, yeah, this is a clear path for them to win a title. Well, why aren't we giving credit to Phoenix? Like, they were the number two overall seed. I feel like I've been gaslit by Utah all year. My eyes told me one thing. The stats told me the other. And they were constantly hurt with Conley and then Donovan Mitchell. Obviously, that was a significant injury at the end of the regular season. The Jazz were just a regular season warrior, and then you have the Bucks, and I think Coach Bud is going to be gone so fast if they lose this series, and I think he should. Like He doesn't get his team ready to play. He hasn't devised an offense to optimize uh, Giannis, even though he is a two-time MVP. It's more just he just accumulates all those stats. Like The fact that he's still shooting threes is ridiculous. Any other coach who commands respect would not allow that. And the, the fact that it's like earth-shattering when they don't run the offense through him and they run it through Holiday or Middleton as the, as the ball handler for the pick and roll. It's just this pound the dribble, backing him in from the three-point line in is just nonsense for an offense. So he's done nothing to advance this team, and now they're obviously shorthanded, depending on how long 
uh, Giannis is out. Atlanta, meanwhile, has been doing a fantastic job. Both, you know, uh, whether make McMillan in that series has done a wonderful job. He outcoached Doc Rivers in the previous series. I think Atlanta prevails here. I think Milwaukee mm-hmm. is much better this year than they were last year, for sure. And I, I was encouraging everyone to stop writing them off. And Eric Bledsoe is gone. Like, all the reasons they lost are no longer uh, there. But Bud is there, and he's not making the right adjustment. And this Hawks team is legit now that they're healthy, although the Trey Young injury is certainly con- uh, concerning. Yeah, and, and we'll just stick with uh, with the Bucks and Hawks real quick and maybe get back to the Suns here in a moment as we talk to Doug Kazarian, host of the Daily Wage of Daily Wager. Check out the Daily Wager podcast as well uh, on a weekly basis. Um, I, I just, I, I can't, and I, I heard you talking about this uh, on your pod, I think earlier today, Doug, and, and you know, we know as as betters and, and for people who, who talk about it, you can't, you gotta be, you gotta forget about the past. Uh, but man, it is really hard for me uh, to just overlook that performance in the first half. It was embarrassing uh, I'm, I'm from the Bucks yesterday. You're, you're without Trey Young, and you've got an opportunity to go up 3-1 with your best player, and they just laid an absolute egg. But that being said, you know, we saw the Hawks rise to the occasion without their best player yesterday. Can you see a similar situation for the Bucks? Because I, I would be stunned if Giannis plays tomorrow, where Chris Middleton, who was awful, and Drew Holiday, they rise up uh, in this spot. Maybe some 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 uh, plays from role players where the Bucks can win this game at home tomorrow night against the Hawks. I absolutely think they can. Now it's really important, and again to reiterate what I said in the pod is we've seen te- things happen during the playoffs and you're like, Oh my God, they're done. Like remember when Embiid got hurt and the wizards end up winning the game. Right. And ever there was a, it was a very public play on the wizards plus like six. I was like, guys, mid game, when a team's got a comfortable series lead, they sort of full that they're trailing because the game plan's gone and it's just completely different. And then of course the Sixers bounce back and waxed them. And then we saw it with the nets when they were, when, when, when Kyrie Irving rolled his ankle, they were up two games to one in the series bucks up five. And then Durant was just kind of chucking threes, and then they rolled over and folded like a cheap suit, and then they won going away. It was 2-2, and then they bounced back in game five. I really think the Bucks will have a solid game plan. They've obviously played well at times in the last couple of years without Giannis, especially this year. They have a big three with Holiday and Middleton. Now, it's not to the same degree of top 15 overall players, but they obviously have two legit players. And I think they're going to come out. I actually like them in the first quarter mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow. <clears throat> but... Will they win two out of three? I don't know. I don't. I think they'll be. I think they'll be come back to earth a little bit. I think they'll have that edge, so to speak, kind of like we talked about with the Hawks without Trey Young in that first quarter. The question is, can they prevail and can they execute? Maybe, maybe. Obviously, they have enough talent. They certainly have enough shooting. Remember, they're also out down Divincenzo as well. So, if some of the guys, if Connaughton can all of a sudden play out of his mind or something like that, Middleton can have another 20-point fourth quarter. But to your point, the reason they came out flat is because they weren't really taking the Suns seriously. They flipped the switch and got lucky, frankly, with the injury to Trey Young. But they flipped the switch in the previous game. They were up two games to one. They just felt like they were comfortable. And they played like the favored team. And I just hate it. And that ultimately falls on coaching. It's one thing if you lose, but if, you're co- if your team is ill-prepared, whether it be emotionally, tactically, it falls on the coach. And Bud has always got these guys in the wrong situation, and they're never coming. This, this team is just a head-scratching from, from since we started following them. So I, I just have more faith in the depth of Atlanta 
and, and, and the shot-making, frankly. I know we're dealing with injury questions, the two of the biggest names in that series with Trey Young and with Giannis Antetokounmpo, but is there a better matchup in your eyes for the Suns between those two teams? It's a good question. Um, so first and foremost, the Suns have home court regardless of who they play, right? So it always starts there. And in terms – I. <sighs> Honestly, I think they'd rather play the, the Hawks. I, I think, you know, look, look, we know the power ratings. We know the. I, I think it would be a great series, but I, I would still, if I'm if I'm Phoenix, I'd rather play the Hawks. I think you're going to get more calls. Uh, Giannis is a, is a freak of nature, and then if they shoot their brains out, like we saw Middleton in one quarter, like I understand the Hawks can do that collectively. But if, if but if I get to answer that question after we learn exactly how long Giannis is out, if Giannis is out for the postseason. Obviously, you want Milwaukee. So it's a little bit of a trick question, uh, but it's a good question because you do have that, as great as the Hawks have been this entire postseason, there is a little bit of a ceiling there, although they're obviously in the mix. Yeah, it's been a, a an insane run, and, and I, you know, you hear, you know, Kevin Herter talking about it, and they're just kind of, you know, for lack of a better terms, playing with house money, and, and, and they don't seem scared and, and don't back down. I mean, they're another team that's dealing with DeAndre Hunter. Uh, without him um, uh, to be where they are. But uh, I want to go back to the Suns, Doug, real quick, because, you know, we've, we've talked about it for a while, and I think I've given the same answer the last three weeks, uh, which was, you know, you looked at NBA Finals MVP, and was that a way to bet it? And, you know, I know when the Nets were healthy, maybe you bet Durant, and that was a, a better way to get some more value on the Brooklyn Nets. W- what was interesting to me was Devin Booker had shorter odds than Chris Paul, you know, up until, you know, just a couple days ago. And I, I, I imagine that will flip. But when you look at Chris Paul against Devin Booker, if, if you're of the belief that the Suns will win the NBA Finals, I, I think it's going to be Chris Paul because of the narrative side where, you know, he's a guy that's waited so long. Uh, what he, you know, he comes in, he's kind of the, the, the stir that, uh, the, the straw that serves the drink in Phoenix. Now, Devin Booker could go off for 30-plus every game, but I feel like Chris Paul should be the favorite to be NBA Finals MVP. I think that's a fair assessment, right? Um, okay, let's just backtrack. Oh, yep. There's only been one Finals MVP who never who did not play for the winning team. That was Jerry West, a long walk. Yeah, the, if, if, Le- I mean, if LeBron didn't win it, Doug, then nobody's winning it. Right, when he was uh, solo of the big three. Right, he averaged a triple-double. It was insane, right? So you have to just compare, you know, you're asking a guy who doesn't want to pick at a scab, but in 2007, my friend, I had Tim Duncan against those 07 Cavs that they swept, (laughs) win finals MVP, and for some ridiculous reason, Tony Parker won. So (laughs) I will never really fully accept the fact that, that Duncan did not win the MVP. So I'm with you. He is, you know, to your, use your phrase, the straw that stirs the drink. But you just don't know what could happen. Like, a year ago, I was shocked, or maybe not a year ago, last season, the finals, I was shocked that Anthony Davis was getting as much buzz as he was because I was like, guys, like, LeBron's going to win this thing. And then it turned out where LeBron had monster performances in the third and fourth win for the Lakers, so he was a no-brainer. But even if it's a close-up, I do believe in the narrative, and Chris Paul being – you know, those, those intangible, the floor general, the leader of the team, the sets the tone. And those, I mean, he's, he's not just like a six, four and three guy. Like he fills up the stat sheet with points and assists. He, if they're going to win, he's going to have to 
to show up, all right? I mean, there's only so much campaign to do for one game or here and there, one and a half games uh, like he did in this series with, uh, I believe, game one he was outstanding. But, like, Booker's going to go off. They're going to need both guys to perform well. But to your point, I I think it's going to be a Chris Paul thing. But for my liking, when there are two kind of co-favorites, I don't want to get too cute. I'd rather just lay the juice and take the sun. That's that's what I prefer. It's more the other way around, or like maybe like the Lightning series. I, I took a shot at Vasilevsky at plus two fifty when the when the, when it was like minus two thirty or whatever it was in the money line. That's a big enough difference because obviously the, the Lightning had a few guys who could win the con Smythe. So I just think there's different ways to go about it. But for me, if there were co-favorites, I'm just taking it with the Suns if I really believe they're going to win it all, and I do. For now, we'll see about the Giannis health update and and that moving forward. Yeah, and just bigger picture even. if We can certainly talk about finals MVP and how that voting could be influenced and people looking at the narrative and Chris Paul getting there. But just bigger picture for Chris Paul to get this young Phoenix Suns team to an NBA Finals when the knock on him for so long was it he never even gotten there to win a championship with these young guys and turn this team around so quickly in his first year there the way that he did. How important is that going to be for his legacy when it's all said and done? Well, I think it's going to be great. I think people are forgetting. I mean, look, Kobe Bryant and Derek Jeter around the same time kind of ruined it for every athlete, ruined it for sports talk radio, frankly. They just said, oh, it's all about championships, all about championships. Kobe's in there. It's all about rings. And that just, like, ruined the the conversations about all this stuff. It is just all about the hardware. And we forgot that – was Chris Paul ever on, like, a championship favorite? I mean, he was, like, with the Hornets back in the day. Then the Clippers obviously had Lob City, and they were solid. But, yes, they, they should have beaten Houston when they were up 3-1 and, and Josh Smith was leading the comeback. It wasn't even hard. And, and there's some, there some head scrap, but they were with the Grizzlies in those, you know, those grindhouse days where they had the grueling series. So it wasn't like Chris Paul was a one seed, kind of like the Bucks have been the last couple of years, and blew it. it it's, it's shocking to me a little bit that he could be the best player on a championship team only because we've seen that it takes about a top-five guy in the, in the current league to get that done. But with all the injuries and just the way that things broke, but I think the most – the coolest thing about this is not only that we're getting fresh blood in the NBA because we've had LeBron or Steph in the finals all these years, and it's always been sort of a predictable postseason format because the best of seven versus single elimination of the March Madness. So it's new blood, which is just awesome. But I think it's just the sport of basketball. Like the, the, the reason the Suns are here is because they fit. Everyone knows their role. They stay within their lane, and they play off each other so well. Aiton knows his role. Booker knows his role. I mean, Chris Paul comes, he's like the first sub out of the starting lineup, but then he comes back and plays the end of the first half. And then Bridges has been fantastic. So that's what I was saying earlier. When all of them are healthy, they're actually just a perfectly assembled team. I think Chris Paul kind of fills in the gaps. He knows when to score and knows when to shoot versus when to pass. But I think it's a beautifully assembled and it's beautiful basketball to watch. Doug, great stuff, man. Appreciate you jumping on right after the game. You got it, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a good night. There he is, Doug Kazarian at Doug ESPN, of course. Host of the Daily Wager weekdays on ESPN. The Suns are headed to the NBA Finals. That's Nick Ashew. I'm Tim Murray. Get some treats and beats on the other side. Stick around right here on Beeson. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. We keep it rolling on the nightcap. Suns headed to the NBA Finals, 130-103. That's Nick Ashew. I'm Tim Murray. And it is time, Nick, for some treats and beats. And uh, I just want to take a look at the box score tonight. Um, Chris Paul finished with 41 points. Now, you were of the belief that this would be the Devin Booker night. Yeah, I was. However, I was. was. You got down to the kiosk, new Mm -hmm. to town, Mm -hmm. not a Vegas local. Yeah. And uh, you went down, you went down, you were initially going to place a bet on Devin Booker to be the game's leading scorer. That had already come down. Mm -hmm. So you then turn your attention to what prop? Yeah, so they had a... Beautiful, juicy, lovely prop down there at plus 400 for somebody to hit 40 points in this game. And I said, uh, yes, at plus 400, 
absolutely that's going to happen. Now, in my mind, it was Devin Booker. He had no mask on, and I said, maskless Devin Booker is going off tonight. So I was half right. The key is it didn't matter who it was. It just mattered that somebody hit 40. And I go, insert the cash. Because this is still, again, though I did have to run down to the kiosk, which is right behind us, it's a lot closer than having to drive from Maryland to Virginia, where I live, to actually use an app. So I would say that that part is a little bit better. But go in, push the button, I choose that, and I'm ready to (laughs) finalize everything. And it comes down off the board. The game had started. It was last minute. Now, I get it. I get it It was last minute. You and I got here, and we were prepping for the show, and and I realized, you know what, that's something I... It is so frustrating to me. Though I'm happy Chris Paul carried the Phoenix Suns in this game. And I'm happy that he had his legacy game. And I am happy to see him celebrating a Western Conference championship. The fact that he hit that 41. And the fact that I sit here going, yep, I had plus 400 right there on that. And I was right. My gut told me to bet on it. And I sit here today frustrated like every other better in the history of mankind. But this is my moment to bask in my sorrow and it's awful, and I'm not having fun right now. And no one has brought me tequila or bourbon, and that's even worse. Yeah, I, I don't feel better. Yeah, at sorry, all. Sorry about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel good about any of this. Um, yeah. that's all right. Yeah. Uh, it happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, when you come to town, just get the mobile app. Yeah. That way you can just fire yep, away. Yeah. Sitting here, you don't have to go go down. Yeah, I know. But you know, there's something to be said for when you don't get to do that where you live to go down and do the kiosk get thing. The ticket. There's like a mo- there's a moment to it. There's a there's a you know you feel like you're really part of the Vegas experience versus you know doing it through a mobile app somewhere else. It's you know I probably should have had just had the app and been ready to go. And Chris Paul is the one that does it. By the way, yep. at DraftKings to be the game's leading scorer, Chris Paul thirteen to one so if nick had placed that bet and then you know placed that bet uh would have been a good night but instead yeah. nick yeah. i was unable to get his bet through i was like oh <laughs> he's all in on this uh devin booker situation i'll yeah. go over 28 and a half points he goes under with 22 and then i obviously as our viewers know took the clippers at halftime <laughs> only only down nine and i uh, got him six and a half for the game that didn't work out because they lost by 27. Um, how about this? A little baseball nugget. The Orioles, who had lost 22 of their last 23 road games, Nick, went into Houston and swept a three-game series from the Houston Astros. Tonight, the Orioles beat the Astros 5-2. to two. And yesterday, we did the math. And if you had started with $100 on Monday night and rolled that bad boy over, so you would have taken plus 297 on the money line on Monday night, Orioles win 9-7. to You take the $397, you put that on the Orioles at plus 268, which is what they closed at as an underdog on Tuesday night. They win that game 13-3. to That would give you... $1,460.96. It's climbing. And then you roll that over mm-hmm. tonight on the Orioles again, who closed here at Circa at plus 254. You would be walking away with $5,171.80. A three game rollover parlay. Now, someone on Twitter said, Wow, congratulations. No, I did not play this. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. 
He would be saying a lot more. This no. would have been all we've talked about the entire show no. if that was the case. Uh, no, I would not have the guts to play this. If anyone yeah. out there did that, you are a king because the Orioles, who had once again been horrific on the road, just yeah. went into Houston as a massive underdog all three nights, won all three games, and a $100 rollover parlay, you would have 5000 Need that time machine like Biff and Back to the Future 2. Would be nice. Would be nice. Sports Almanac. That Almanac. It is the nightcap here too. on VSIN. <laughs> We're coming back. NHL and NBA playoffs, they are here, folks. We got a team headed to the NBA Finals. That's the Phoenix Suns. Game five coming up tomorrow in the Eastern Conference Finals. Don't worry, our experts, they're covering every angle to find betting edges for you. Our hockey expert, Andy McNeil, is tracking all the NHL action. And our senior NBA analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel, has all the hoops insights. Our experts and the entire team here at VSIN. Give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on vcin.com, our daily members-only best bet emails. So now's the time, folks, to cash in this playoff season. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at vcin.com backslash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. Once again, 130 to 103, the final. The Suns heading to the NBA Finals, where they will wait. The winner of the Bucks and Hawks series will get to game five again in 10 minutes. We will revisit uh, our thoughts on game five, which is tomorrow night. The Tampa Bay Lightning, they have uh, they have moved themselves closer to another Stanley Cup. They win tonight by a score of three to one. That's Nick Ashew. I'm Tim Murray. And Nick, here on this show. You know, to try to weave in a little NFL, you look for a story that that pops about a player, maybe says something at minicamp or, you know, oh, this guy's performing well. So I was thinking, I was scouring the interwebs today. I'm saying, okay, how can we weave in uh, the NFL today? You've been to Disney World? I have, yes. It's the most wonderful place on the It is the most wonderful place in the world. There's a lot of singing and there's teacups. Yeah, it's it's that it's, song it's, will get stuck in your head, by the way. It's a great place. Yeah. And uh apparently a head coach in the NFL uh, agrees that it is a great place. <laughs> it's Matt Rule wearing a Mickey shirt that says Matt on the bottom. <laughs> so he had the Mickey ears on his head though. So Carolina Hurricanes or Carolina Panthers head coach. Matt Rule enjoying his time down there at Disney World. So, let's talk about the Carolina Panthers. That is how you create content on a show. You there take something on Twitter and you turn it into something on the show. So, Matt Rule was uh, enjoying himself down there uh, in, uh, in Orlando. And it got me to wondering, okay, what kind of season should we expect from the Carolina Panthers in maybe the weakest division in football. Was it the Mickey Mouse ears that made you have this question? I think it was the personalized gotcha. mat on, gotcha. the, on the bottom. I just want to make sure I know where your head was at. So we've got New yeah. Orleans, who doesn't know who their quarterback's going to be, whether it's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. You've got Atlanta, who new head coach in Arthur Smith. They just traded away Julio Jones to Tennessee. you got the defending champs, who didn't lose anybody, and they've got everyone coming back. And then you've got the Panthers. Now, 
I'm not saying the Panthers, Nick, are going to win the division. Mm-hmm. But could they go over their win total of 7.5? Think about how they started last year, 3-2 and two start. Their next four games, they lost them all, but by a combined 20 points. Only lost to the Kansas City Chiefs by two. This is a team that dealt with injuries to Christian McCaffrey the entire year. Curtis Samuel did leave during free agency. They drafted Terrence Marshall in the second round. Their first round pick was, was J.C. Horn, the corner out of South Carolina. Um, I know some people were, were scratching their heads a little bit by that, but there was late buzz on J.C. Horn to be uh, a big-time uh, corner. It all comes down, obviously, to Sam Darnold. But I, I do want to, before I turn this over to you, point out their schedule. So Warren Sharp, I mean, he goes so in-depth on the schedule. And what he pointed out, just kind of on a, on, a, on a level here for Carolina, was so they've got the 15th most difficult schedule based on win projections. So right there in the middle. So, okay, that's nothing to, to, to sneeze about. They have only one primetime game. They... Have ze- they play zero opponents this year, Nick, that are coming off a bye, which is a huge benefit. They play two teams coming off of Monday night football. They play a rookie head coach on Thursday night football in week three in the Houston Texans. Rookie coaches on Thursday night football since 2015 are 7 and 18 straight up. And per the metric that Warren pointed out, they have the best net rest differential in the league and the best since 2002. So the schedule plays well for them, but it all comes down to what do you think Joe Brady can do with Sam Darnold that Adam Gase could not do with Sam Darnold? Well, first off, we know it's probably a lot because Adam (laughs) Gase can do very little with quarterbacks, as we've learned. That being said, everything that you laid out there, well-researched, and it's, these, are, these are very important details that you gave us. But that's seven and a half, not knowing what Sam Darnold is going to be as a quarterback. Right now, makes me uncomfortable taking the over on that. They were 5-11 and 11 last year. I understand you get Christian McCaffrey back, which is a massive upgrade for somebody like Sam Darnold that's never had anybody even close to that in the backfield to work with. If anything, it's a safety net. Somebody you can dump it off to whenever you need on a quick little screen pass. He's got a better offense. Like, everything is better for Sam Darnold than what he had with the Jets. Not that it's that hard to find something better than that, but it's better. But because of the fact that he is still such a question mark, to me, that over on a 7.5 just makes me too uncomfortable, especially a team coming off of a 5-11 and season. Because as you know, everything is about the quarterback in the NFL. You, your season is dictated by a good or bad season from whoever your starting quarterback is. And look, Carolina can end up looking like geniuses with what they paid for him. Some people think it was an overpay. Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I'm still, even though he went to USC, uh, <laughs> I, I still believe in Sam Darnold to an extent. He's still 24. But as Frank Schwab pointed out on Yahoo today, I mean, he's just been awful. I mean, it, it, he has. he's 39 picks to 30 in 38 games. Last year, nine touchdowns, 11. He hasn't shown improvements. And I thought it was an interesting point that, that Frank pointed out on his, his write-up on Yahoo, which was Ryan Tannehill was, like, mediocre, and then he became good once yep. he left Adam Gase. Yep. Sam Darnold's just been flat-out bad yep. 
So where does he go? I'm a believer in Joe Brady. I think a lot of people believe Joe Brady is going to be a head coach very shortly in the league. And I, I think because of the division, Atlanta being a bit down. Now, I, I still like Atlanta. I think they're going to be all right this year. I think New Orleans is a bit down. No team benefited more than the additional 17th game than Carolina because you know who they got? The Houston Texans. So that helps. If I had to play it with your money, Nick, that you would have well, won. Well, that's not fair. That you no, would have no. won today. You play your, with your money, your not my money. One prop. <laughs> I would take the over plus money uh, because I do think this team does improve. I think that I could see them going eight. Do you believe in Darnold then? I do. All right. Even though he's a fight on. All right. Bucks and Hawks. Who will play? We don't know, but there's a line, and we'll discuss that game when we come back right here on the Nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Indeed believes great candidates, Indeed delivers great candidates fast. In fact, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. 
More at Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. That is Nick Ashew. I'm Tim Murray, live from the Circa Sportsbook. And, uh, oh boy, do we have a development out west. Uh, actually, this game, I think, is actually taking place at Yankee State. It is. It's at Yankee Stadium tonight, Nick. A lot of rain in the mid-Atlantic. See, you came out here, you, you avoid the rain. Got a little rain, actually, in Vegas I was going to say, it rained yesterday, which was weird. I was like, this is... Raining in Vegas? This doesn't happen. It's like 70 degrees last night. It was very comfortable. Spectacular. Yes, it's going to be 106 tomorrow. Yeah, well, yeah. welcome welcome to Vegas. I mean, yeah. It's uh, a dry heat. Yeah. Dry heat. <laughs> so, Shohei Otani started tonight for the Angels. And he did not last the first inning. He walked four batters. And he ultimately was charged with seven runs in the first inning. Not a great start. Well, he's now off the hook, ladies and gentlemen, because Aroldis Chapman, in the top of the ninth inning, just gave up a grand slam to Jared Walsh. And now the Angels and Yankees are tied at eight. Imagine still being at that game at Yankee Stadium, 12.45 a.m., 8-4, to and Aroldis Chapman... Gives up a grand slam in the ninth. So we'll see if that game goes to extra innings. But boy. I'm sure there was a lot of profanity in New York accents being used in the stands. Yeah. It's just going to be a prediction that I have. I mean, our yeah. our program director, John Goulet, earlier mm-hmm. today was in here bumming yeah. out about the uh, about the Yankees. I can't imagine yeah. he's thrilled right now. No, no. Hasn't been a great year for him. Yeah. All right. It's a good thing to keep poking yeah. one of your bosses. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, hey, John, what happened to the Yankees? He always does this. Uh, yeah. I do do that. Yeah. Uh, what happened to the four to one bet tonight? You know what? We're not going to talk about me anymore. Okay. It's all right. I lost. I lost. It was every- technology's fault. <laughs> it was not my fault. Unfortunately, all right? technology worked for me when I put my Clippers <laughs> second half bet in. I, listen, all right. I wanted to do it the old-fashioned way. No, out I'm saying here. I wish technology yeah. failed for oh, me. Oh yeah, I know. It would have been so, nice. Neither one of us benefited from those. No, things. technology yeah. worked Should for me. Reversed and did not work yeah. for you. Technology, Tim, do not bet on the Clippers. Stop. Someone That's told me I was mean. crazy on Twitter. I'm like, ah, nah, you're crazy. Well, you were right. I was wrong. <laughs> you're smart. I'm dumb. Mm-hmm. 130 to 103, the final score. Suns headed to the NBA Finals. You know, one, one, one final note uh, on this game before we get to uh, Bucks and Hawks tomorrow night. And throughout the first round and the second round, I just continue to tabulate the assist-to-turnover ratio for Chris Paul. Thank you. More people need to talk about this. From the the closing game six against the Lakers, and then the first three games of the Denver series, he had an assist-to-turnover ratio, Nick, that, that was absolutely out of this world. It was, if I do the quick math, it was 23, 38, 46-4. It's... It's insane how he never turns the ball over. Tonight, Nick, 41 points, Mm -hmm. 8 assists, Mm -hmm. 0 turnovers. you got to think, guys that handle the ball as much as Chris Paul does, you think of James Harden, you think of LeBron James, Mm -hmm. uh, Russell Westbrook. (laughs) See that a lot in D.C. There we do. Uh, They turn the ball over all the time. We're talking 4, 5, 6 turnovers as a regular thing for them. But that's overlooked because, all right, you talk about how much they're actually handling the basketball, the decision-making. It just happens. It, it's Chris Paul doesn't do it. 
Chris Paul is the Aaron Rodgers of the NBA where he just makes smart decisions, never turns the ball over, makes everybody around him better. And this is why I'm just ecstatic that he's finally in the NBA Finals because this will now put more of a spotlight on some of the little things like that that nobody talks about because always, well, he's never been to the Finals. I get it. He's still got to win a title. That's still part of the deal because you have to win a title or people think you're just not that great of a player in the NBA. That's become the narrative, and fine. But this is an opportunity now for people to really see how great Chris Paul is and finally see him get the credit that he deserves for being such a great player. Yeah, and um, yeah, the, the the stats just keep rolling out uh, mm-hmm. the, the of of what he accomplished here tonight. Um, you know, thirty-seven in a series clincher against Denver, forty-one tonight. Oldest player in postseason history with thirty-five points in consecutive closeout games. Uh, the previous oldest, take a guess. Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. He did it in 96. When he, was he was pretty good. He was 33. Yeah. LeBron did it at 32 in 2017. Uh, it is. It has been a remarkable run. Yes, I know the naysayers. I, I know what the discussion will be tomorrow about the road and, and all that. Fact of the matter is, he performed uh, spectacularly. And, and Paul George scored 31 points in the second half in Game 5. Chris Paul scored 31 points in the second half. Tonight, hit seven three-pointers, and now the Suns are moving on, and they'll be the favorites to win the NBA Finals. How crazy that feels to say that, yeah. considering they were in... <laughs> Nick, think about this. The Phoenix Suns are about to be a favorite to win the NBA Finals, and they were an underdog as a two-seed in the first round. Now, I didn't have a problem with them being an underdog in that they series. They should have been Because we knew, we knew what the Lakers actually were, and we understand with the injuries, and who they were at full strength for a while. So it made sense. But to now see where, and you're even just talking about the first round, but let's think of what their odds were before the season. Let's think of what their odds were before they landed Chris Paul and how just the difference that he's made where they went from a long shot that nobody would put money down in the offseason before Phoenix traded for Chris Paul or even once they got him. Look, I thought they were going to be a good team. I thought they would have been like maybe a fifth or sixth seed in the really talented and stacked Western Conference. But to be at this point now, it just speaks to what Chris Paul is and it's, it's a testament to how hard this whole team has worked. And by the way, everybody's bought in. Like, everybody on this Suns team has understood what they do best, and they've done it really, really well so they could get to this point. The acquisition of Jay Crowder was huge. A, a great, you know, mid, uh, mid-level mid type mm-hmm. of player to bring yeah. in. Yeah. They, they, you know, they go 8-0 in the bubble, and uh, you asked for it. Suns were 22-1. to in the preseason to win yep. the Western Conference yeah. at BetMGM. Their preseason odds to win the NBA championship, 40-1, to 1, the highest of any Western Conference champ since the 84-85 season. Again, I wish I had that time machine like Biff. <laughs> Back to the Future too. There are so many things I would have done differently, like running down to that kiosk five minutes earlier. Go a little quicker. And then also throwing down on the Suns at 22-1. to 1. Long before this. Uh, shouts yeah. to uh, Sports Odds History on Twitter. Appreciate them. Uh, they're pointing that out. All right, let's turn the page. Look ahead to tomorrow. Uh, we will be on the air right around halftime of Game 5 of the Hawks and Bucks series. So many question marks for both teams. How healthy is Trey Young? Will we see Giannis? I don't think we will see Giannis. But what will this team, how will the Bucks respond to 
losing Giannis and losing game four down in Atlanta. Right now, Milwaukee at DraftKings is down to a one and a half point favorite. You know, we talked about it last night, Nick. This opened way too high at five and a half. And I think Aaron, our producer, grabbed it at five and a half. I think the Bucks win tomorrow. I do. Um, but I'm also of the mindset that Doug Kazarian just pointed out too, which is Milwaukee in the first quarter. Similar to how the Hawks mm-hmm. came out, right? And they just put they, they wanted to punch the Bucks in the nose. And I said this, this was game three against the Nets. I like the Hawks, or excuse me, the Bucks in the first quarter and in the first half. And if you remember that they came out, they were up like 18 or 20 in the first quarter. And they almost lost that lead, and they won that game 86-83. I think we see a similar situation. I think Chris Middleton comes out ready to go. you got that crowd behind you, that energy there. I think you look at, I, I would I would lay the one in the first quarter here at Circa on Milwaukee. I would play money line for Milwaukee in this game. Um, I, I do think they come out ready to go, and uh, we'll see what you got. You know, it was an embarrassing, you got, you sh- I called you out, everyone else in the world called you out. What do you have in you? You lost your best player, but you still have Chris Middleton. You still have Drew Holiday, Nick. Step up and come out ready to go. I like the Bucks to cover that first quarter uh, one. I like them to cover the first half one as well. I like the Bucks in this too, and I've wavered a lot back and forth because of the fact that Giannis isn't going to be out there. We don't know what Trey Young's situation is, but I see a Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. Big, big game for both of them. And you have to. You have, we've seen moments of Chris Middleton, and then we see when he disappears. But this is a team that has a lot of pressure on them. But the one key, the one key is what do you see early on from them? Do they look tight? Do they look like they're in a moment and the lights are really bright and they're going, we don't have Giannis and we're supposed to be a team that goes to the finals and we have got to win a game five. It's tied 2-2. That pivotal game five when a game series is tied 2-2, it's massive for the team that wins that. Milwaukee's got to come out early and they can't allow themselves to fall down early to Atlanta like you talk about where it was 10-2. It cannot happen again because they just do not have it in them clearly to come back from situations like that after what we saw. I do like Milwaukee in this, but they've got to come out early and they've got to punch them in the face. Yeah, I agree. And this is, you know, you you get must-win thrown out there. I don't know if this is must-win because there's no such thing as must-win until you're eliminated, right? So not technically must-win, but Nick, to be down 3-2, to go to Atlanta while Trey Young is getting healthier every minute, right? I think he's banged up. I think this is a game that that the Bucks know they have to win. It gives you that wiggle room. Maybe you can get Giannis back for a game seven or something mm-hmm. like that. They got to take care of business, and it starts from the jump. First half for the Bucks, first quarter for the Bucks. I like them full game. So we'll see. Come halftime, I'm we taking might, that over too. By the way, uh, we we come uh, we come, fifteen and a half. We hit the yeah. air, and we might be a little bummed out, or we'll be really happy. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Get to the kiosk earlier. That's Nick Ashu. <laughs> I'm Tim Murray. Thanks to Doug Kazarian. Thanks to Johnny Avello, Aaron Oster, our producer, everyone behind the scenes. As always, we'll be back tomorrow right here on the Nightcap on Veasan. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.